Can I just say how like how how much time has passed in between um like Phantom Menace and Tackle Clothes? Is anybody now? Ten, ten years. About ten years. How the fuck did he grow that much? Bro, puberty is like four times the size of himself. Bro, he what was, do you what he do you mean? In the first he, was, one. he was like a he was like you know, ten in the first one, and then ten how years was later, he the he size been... of a four year old? Yeah, but he would he would have been twenty. What do you think twenty year olds look like? Yeah, but what do you think fucking ten year olds look like? D- Jake Lloyd. Don't ask him that. The, the FBI are listening. <laughs> 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 they're coarse and they're rough. <laughs> Jake Lloyd was literally ten when he came out. You understand? We've got to stop talking about Attack of the Clones now because we're not going to get a better comment than that. Hello everyone, welcome back to another instalment of your filming podcast hosted by me, Xander Langwiston, and this week we're here to film you in once again, but it's in a galaxy far, far away, but it's shit. Because no, we're talking about the pre-podcasting. Um, here with me as always <laughs> is my hero, with me as always, is my trusty co-host, Mr. David French. How are you doing today, David? Um, I'm sad now that you didn't, like either react or hear my like my joke i didn't hear Did none of you hear that i said like now this I is podcasting that's that's the time that was gonna I be did. the title oh. of this week's episode Jeez. now this yeah. is podcast that was gonna be <laughs> yeah. the title of this week's episode i mean it's, well, it can be it still is gonna so be i heard yeah um, there was some was cross talk so i heard this is mel gibsoning <laughs> It was really weird. <laughs> 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 it was talking about Mel Gibson. Exactly, there was crosstalk. Alex? This is Mel Gibson. Were you talking about Mel Gibson? No. I don't know how I picked that up. Nobody was, was talking, talking about, about Mel Gibson. Gibson I... Were you? This is what happened. This is what happens when crosstalk happens. <laughs> you get confused and think we're talking about so, Mel Gibson. Someone I... gets confused. No, I don't remember all the way last week. And I put something in the chat about not to talk over each other. I yeah, you did. Way, you did, yeah. The, and I love reacting way, it too. All the way, all the way last week. Yes, yep. we get it. Last week. <laughs> last, last week. Christ. All the all 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 the way. That joke isn't going to get old anytime soon. Um, no. It got old the first week. time we said it. Yes, we're gonna. And that was a couple of podcasts ago. <laughs> <Fuck off. laughs> We're doing the Star Wars prequels this week. There was no news. Well, there might have been, but cat's out of the bag. We recorded this a week ago. Sorry. So if that Spider-Man 3 trailer came out, we haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Um, Wibbly, wobbly, timey-wimey stuff. So, we'll just jump right into it, and we're going to talk about the Star Wars prequels. I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating, and it gets everywhere. No, I am your father. Mr. Kojadjan Binks, Mr. Your Humble Servant. Now, young Skywalker, you will die. Laugh it up, fuzzball. Amazing. 
Every word of what you just said was wrong. Chewing. We're home. begins that is episode one the phantom menace episode two attack of the clones and episode three revenge of the sith we all went away and watched them uh this week guys what did you think how do we feel about these movies die oh it was kind of nostalgic (laughs) um in a sick way no, I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie. I, I hated Attack of the Clones. I always hate Attack of the Clones. But yeah. see, Phantom Menace has redeemable qualities for me, in my opinion. Wow. Okay. Um, I I I don't hear about these. No, I honestly think it's because I, I mentioned it last week, last episode. Um, I just love world building, and. A lot of people hate the politics in Star Wars, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, And I think that the politics, while they are there, everyone complains that they're there, like, and it's, like, the biggest part of the film. Um, it's not really the biggest part of the film. It's a war film. There's, they're in the middle of a war. So it's obviously the war really... in the title. Yeah, and obviously, yeah, yeah, literally, I was like, wait, Phantom Menace? (laughs) What does he mean? But Star Wars does, um, amazingly. But yeah, it's a war film, so obviously there's going to be politics, because it's a galaxy, and there's an alliance of galactic planets, so there's obviously going to be politics, and the fact that they show it is really interesting, because you've now got order, a universe where previously it just looked like it was run by outlaws and mm. you're now like oh sh- shit this is like a whole new side of star wars that i've never seen before and that's why people didn't like it i think because it was so different and admittedly it is a tad bit boring at times but i think that the opening gets a lot of stick because it's like oh we're opening to they're talking about like trade a lot uh, trade alliances and stuff or whatever and mm. um, it's like oh well it's immediately politics and that's boring but it starts off and then Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon Jr. just like take out an entire fleet of battle droids and it's really cool and then there's like the entire thing on Naboo and it's really cool um, yeah. I don't know I just like it this trilogy makes I, me tired it I drains, only feel death it drains the little amount of life I have in me and watching it this week made me age about 10 years just through sheer tiredness. I agree with you when it comes to Attack of the Clones. Um, so Alex has kind of already started, but we'll, uh, we'll hop into The Phantom Menace, which some consider it on. It seems like it's with a lot of people, it's on par the worst Star Wars movie with Attack of the Clones. And. Everyone's right. This movie is bad. Yep. Out of out of the nine, um, nine Skywalker films, 11 Star Wars films, whatever, like regardless of whatever you're looking at it, <laughs> for me, 
Uh, this one is second to worst. Like there's like, there's only one film I think that's worse than this in the Star Wars franchise, and that is the Last Jedi, which we will get to but next we'll talk- week. Yeah, which we'll talk about soon. But um, you are right. This one is it isn't a strong film at all. It's not a strong Star Wars film at all. I didn't know um, this was a film. <laughs> um, I I really because I I think. I can't remember who it was exactly. I think it was Xander said uh, last week, or Alex, someone said last week, uh, that George Lucas, when making the prequels, was just surrounded by yes men. Oh, yeah, I said that. That was Alex. Because he was. He was just literally, like, no one one fought back against him. Like, because, you know, he's he's good at creating a concept, but he can't direct a film, and he doesn't know how to, you know, write one. He doesn't know how to do any of this. Yeah. He can just he can create a concept and that is it. Um, um and he put himself in charge of all of it and that, that's in my opinion why it why it failed so badly. Um some of the dialogue is awful, some of the acting isn't brilliant, the kid that plays Anakin's annoying. Um Anakin's so annoying. He is. But I um s- since watching The Mandalorian, there there was um like uh God, how do you explain? It's like a behind-the-scenes talk, so to speak. It's a bit like a bit like a podcast, so to speak, that, that went out on Disney Plus. And uh, there's a guy called Dave Filoni, yeah, man. Yes. who is who is essentially in charge of Star Wars now, alongside John Favreau. And he is, um, in my opinion, the modern-day George Lucas. If George Lucas didn't have Yes Men, yeah, hundred percent. That is hey. that is who Dave Filoni is. He knows Star Wars inside out. He knows what needs to happen, when it needs to happen, and so on and so forth. And yeah. his speech about uh, the Phantom Menace, I think, is able to let me at least have a have a look at a different light at uh, at the film. Um, I want to pick up on something that David said. I think he said it as a joke. He said, "No, they, no, I didn't." Is this even a movie? And I no, wanna... I didn't make it. I didn't say it as a joke. I completely fucking mean that. Because this this isn't a movie. This is a this is torture. This is a torture device. Well, I'm not going for that. I'm going for the fact that this movie's plot is incomprehensible. Yes, this movie I, seemingly I has no you. plot. Yes. yes, I do. Yeah, I do. I do know what you mean. Um, I think just like. <sighs> Again, this goes back to the, to the way I'm looking at it, because like, it doesn't really have a plot. It's just more, like, because I'm just looking at it now as like a setup. Like, you need you need a stepping stone. You need to start somewhere. So you've, you've you've heard, counter- I, I assume you've heard of like the machete way of watching Star Wars. Yes. yes. You, and it, it basically means you don't watch The Phantom Menace. Yeah. Watch 4, 5, 2, 3, 6. Mm-hmm. Then miss out The Phantom Menace, because it is literally just kind of it's an entire film like i said before it's a film of world building it's a film of preparing you for the world that older anakin then enters into and that's when the real story mm-hmm. starts but like mm-hmm. that's oh, that's though not... i was saying although i was defending it before i was n- by no means saying it was a good film it is an awful film no oh, yeah no it is t- it's terrible watching it did give me some sense of nostalgia yeah but like you're saying like yeah it's a setup movie that is not an excuse for not having a story 
Like that's no, what, no, that's no, the no. Basic I'm not, I'm not in filmmaking. You have to have a plot. Oh, and if there's no plot, that, in that, I'm in no movie. Like that. I'm not. That's... I'm not saying it as an excuse. I'm yeah. just saying it really as a point. Like it's a. It's a bad point. Like you yeah, shouldn't yeah, yeah, spend yeah. an entire film and... setting it up. But that's what it is. And, and I'm take it. <laughs> I'm agreeing with Alex because as a big, very big Star Wars fan, <laughs> um, like I because I because I don't I don't want to hate any of these films. The only one that I actually do despise. Is the Last Jedi, <laughs> but again, we'll speak about that next week. <laughs> um, but um, I don't want to hate any of these films. And again, I've just found a, a better way of looking at that film because, re- regardless of whatever we think about it, this film happened. Yes, you know, like it, 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 it happened. It did happen. It happened. It exists. It's in the law. It's canon. We can't do anything about it. And eventually, I hope to God that I, I'm saying this in terms of The Last Jedi in a couple of years' time. I really hope I'm saying this. Um, but like, I now don't necessarily mind this film. Like, I, I, I could watch it once, maybe every blue moon. Um, doesn't necessarily mean I like it. It just means I'm okay with it. See, like, the, the hype for this movie was so intense. Like... I've heard stories mm. of people in 1999 going buying tickets for movies that had the Star Wars trailer attached. Trailer. They'd go yeah. and watch the trailer, and then they'd leave, and they wouldn't watch the movie. They pay yeah. the price to go and see the trailer and then leave because they were that yeah. excited for this movie. And like, of course, it's been what 16 years since Return Some of the Jedi that. came out when this came out. 16, uh, yeah, 16 years. Yeah, like that, yeah. So, so it's been a while. This is people's childhood. There's even a movie called uh, Fanboys with um, where these guys, their friend is has been diagnosed with terminal cancer. So they travel to George Lucas's ranch and uh, in hope to watch The Phantom Menace <laughs> before he dies. And then... When, when they get there, the, the final line of the movie, they sit down, they finally get to sit down and watch it, and as the lights go down, they, they, they say to each other, wait, what if it's bad? And like, that's, 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 that's that the joke, because no one thought in a million years that this would be bad. Even when it came out, the reviews were insane. Like, there's there's cl- clips from the newspapers that say, give it like five stars, four and a half stars, it's amazing. And they, the world was tricked for a while okay. that this was a good movie because of a good action sequence. Mm. It's, yeah, it's crazy looking back like, how it, wrong everyone was. It's like the yeah. first five minutes of Up, but the last like 15 minutes of Phantom Menace. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I did that. Minus the line, now this is pod racing. Now this is pod racing. I just hate the movie. <laughs> I'm, David is like the energy I need right now. I just can somebody give me some energy? Just thinking about this movie drains all. <laughs> and... um... David, 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 David. Our Jar Binks. Fuck off. <laughs> before we before we get onto Jar Jar, I wanted to mention. Alex mentioned last week about Boba Fett being the biggest um, waste of potential in the Star Wars universe. Um, 
I think an even bigger waste of potential is Darth Maul, who has uh, maybe yeah. maybe the coolest character design. I guess of- kind of disagree with you there because they realised, and then they did amazing stuff with him in the Clone oh, Wars. Yeah, they did in the cartoon. I'm I'm talking about the movies. So for I the know, movies, I know, I know, like, this I whole know, prequel trilogy should have been. Like, Darth Maul should have stayed alive and been this running villain for Obi-Wan to face, because later on in the series, Obi-Wan has nothing to do but go and go off and have side quests while Anakin frolics in fields and kills children. So, like, you know, it, it feels that feels like a big wasted potential. I know he gets a lot more in the Clone Wars and in Rebels, um, but in this, it's just, it's really disappointing in, for the trilogy as a whole. Yeah, I I assume you've probably seen um, if the prequels were good. Yes, yes, YouTube. I have. Yeah. those videos um, are excellent. Yeah, they're they're amazing. If you if any of the people listening <laughs> haven't seen them, I highly recommend that you go and it's watch them. By Belated Media. Yeah, Belated Media. He does the each of the trilogies. The first one's like ten minutes long. The second one's like fifteen minutes long, and then the third one's forty minutes long. Yeah, it's long. Like, it's like wow, he had so much to say. <laughs> Um. Yeah, he, he brings in Darth Maul and like Count Dooku and uses them like much better than they were used in the prequels. Yeah. But like I said, the Clone Wars uses them, and I think that when the Clone Wars has come out, if you, it's now like, canon, and you've got to go and watch it. And with that in there, it does really. You almost it makes you forgive the prequels for not having of these characters in because like I was saying last week I don't think I even said it in the episode last week um, I think that Star Wars works better if in a TV show because it allows for more story and world building yeah mm. um, just going quickly back to what Xander said about like what like why wasn't Darth Maul like the, the did you say like the main villain for the three of these not, films not even the main mm. villain just a recurring villain right like, if, if he was if he was Count Dooku's character from Attack of the Clones and from Revenge of the Sith right the reasoning behind that and this was like a kind of deep dive thing into like Star Wars was that they wanted to like represent the three personalities of Vader um being Darth Maul being the warrior, Count Dooku being the fallen Jedi, and General Grievous being the cyborg. Mm. Yo! Uh, That's... What the fuck? That actually sounds good. What the... You've just... Genuinely, you've just (laughs) blown my mind. Like, I am... What? You have blown my mind. I didn't... I had no idea. I have never... Genuinely... I have that Great is a idea. shocking, brilliant idea. And they what fucked the fuck? it. They fucked it so hard. They did. <laughs> oh my god, how did you mess up such a good idea? That's like shitting on gold. Yeah. <laughs> but that's 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 the reason why there's three different kinds of obviously besides Palpatine. That's the reason why there's three different villains because they wanted to show the three personas of Vader, like you know, the, the warrior, the fallen Jedi. Oh, yeah, um, I think your mic came unplugged. 
Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. They, they wanted to show the three personas of Vader being the obviously the warrior, the fallen Jedi, and the cyborg. All if they were kind of split into different personalities and show you what they would be like. Um, you know, all split, and then obviously the the culmination is the ultimate killing machine, which is Darth Vader. It's interesting that Obi Wan is always the person who has to fight it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, and that's another thing brought into it. You see, poetry it rhymes, it makes sense. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go. I on. haven't just blo- I haven't just blown your minds, have I? With that? Yes, yes you have. Honestly, I'm <laughs> amazed. I've never ever like in my life made. That if anything, connection. I'm now more disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> that's such a fucking cool idea that's and they ruined idea. their own potential by ba- making it so fucking shit um but then again the clone wars <laughs> yeah, um, that's, where, that's where clone wars and dave filoni comes in let's uh, see james was making me want to watch bloody clone wars the other day i don't want to watch clone wars because i don't want to get sucked into god knows how much bloody star wars because there's no, so much clone wars no, you do want to watch clone so wars. more see, you like, do so want good. to watch the clone there wars so i do want to watch shit. the clone wars there is so Se- damn much. Season and three, so much coming. Season three well. onwards from the Clone Wars is fantastic. Um, I should we? I think we should we should rip off the plaster now. Should we talk about Jar Jar Binks? Yeah. Fuck him. By the way, actually, I just want to say something to like just the people that are like you know that, that gave Ahmed best uh, death threats. Oh yeah, fuck and, you all. Yeah. Yeah. Just. Fuck yeah. every single what one of you. Because that guy literally wanted to kill himself. And you know what? And, you know what? And Jake, what's his face? Jake Lloyd. Fucking. And yeah, I've literally just screenshot a picture on my Snapchat of a news article about Jake Lloyd, and, and it's mm. titled "Child Stars: Child Stars Who Left Com." Com. What? Child Stars Who Completely Left Hollywood Behind. Mm-hmm. No wonder. Yeah. Now. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that not a great many people know, and I suspect you you lot don't know either. Ahmed Best didn't just do Jar Jar, okay? Yeah, no, he's, I'm aware of all that. He's he's most known because Jar Jar was the big fuck up, but that fight with Yoda and Count Dooku, that was Ahmed Best playing yeah. Yoda for the motion yeah. capture. Yeah, like, he also he, did um, some of the actual visual stuff. Fights. And the visuals and all of that, and people just that they gave, they gave him death threats because George Lucas wanted a, a, a stupid character. Do you see? Have you seen that thing that was like Jar Jar's the key to all this? Uh, you know, you know what? Actually, like that wasn't an awful idea. That wasn't actually an awful idea. But like, honestly, without him, this movie works even less. Yeah, the mm. Jar Jar yeah. Binks moves the plot forward. The the very yeah. little plot and the very hard to decipher plot. He moves it along. Mm. Like he's the reason that they can speak to the heads of Naboo and find out that like that, that from Black Brian. Oh, Blessed, the Gungan people. Yeah, that they all the Gungans. They they they're the, he's the reason that he get they can talk to them. 
And because just going back to like what Alex was, oh, excuse me, just go back to like what Alex was saying just uh, just briefly. Like, because it was hinted at that Jar Jar was supposed to be the key. Like, you know, like he was possibly going to be like the Darth Plagueis figure. Like, no, nah, that was not what I was saying. Really? Nah, I was just saying um, that George Lucas is like a video of. George oh Lucas yeah, yeah, saying, he said that. Yeah, that, yeah, like, the meme. I remember. Jar Jar is the is the key to all of this. Like, he, but, he's going to be like the funny character. It just. It Fine. didn't work. It didn't work. But there was there's a theory that uh, Jar Jar was supposed to be the Darth Plagueis character because, like, just like in the battle scene, for instance, he he he's just he's flopping about all over the place, but he's 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 actually doing well. If that makes sense, yeah, yeah. Like you know, he's he's not dead. He's able to do all these incredibly powerful jumps and 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 whatnot that you don't actually see any of them, any of the other ones doing. And it, it was theorized that um, Jar Jar was supposed to be um, doing like a Yoda kind of thing, like a persona, like you know, Yoda in Empire Strikes Back. Like, oh, yeah. oh he's, he look he looks like an idiot, but but actually, but beneath it all, he's very wise. Beneath it all, he's incredibly wise, and well, um, only in, in this that. case, in, in this case, it was supposed to be um, the ultimate bad guy. And then is betrayed by uh, uh, Sidious and, and murdered. But um, I, if that if that's true, that probably would have redeemed him a little bit. No, because he's still mm. impossible to understand. Misa, I think no. Okay, so quickly to go back on to like the armor death thing and like the death threats and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, just as like a thing, if anybody's genuinely interested in the story that he tells, there's a mo- there's a video on YouTube called um, "That Moment I Opened Up About Suicide," and it's from Ahmed Best. It's like a, a interview that he did uh, detailing like his role in Jar Jar, and then how all of this de- all of the death threats, all of like the harassment received from it made him suicidal. And he even spoke about a story about how he took his kid to the location where he was going to jump off a bridge and um like just told his kid that that's what he was going to do but he rose above it and he stayed strong and it's i've told xander about it a couple times it's such an amazing video it's so so sweet i was gonna say i've definitely heard about this honestly you anybody who's genuinely interested in it and genuinely hates the idea the fact that he got so many death threats watch that video because it is heartbreaking like I was crying from watching that video. Like, granted, I don't like the character. I genuinely don't like the character of Jar Jar Binks. But the oh, guy doesn't yeah. deserve death at all. Nobody deserves that for a character no. that they play. The actor isn't the same as their character. Yeah, it's like it's exactly. like Kelly Marie, it's like Kelly Marie Tran uh, from The Last Jedi. Yeah, like that was Rose that was is not a good character. But yeah. she did a good job as in performing it. Anyway, yeah. Um, Every, but the actors in this movie aren't doing a good job because everyone is lifeless. There, is, hey. there are there are no signs of life. Oh, Obi Wan and Qui Gon Jinn are so boring. Liam Neeson talks about midichlorians for a bit. Actually, no, I I quite like Qui Gon Jinn in this film. I, I, I think really he, like I think Qui-Gon he's interesting. Well. There's the there's, gray Jedi. There's a really great moment though. I I will give him that. He um. Anakin's like, um, 
Anakin says something about like, well, Jedi's can't die. And then he laughs it off and goes, if only that were true. And it's like, oh, he knows they could die. And then he dies later on. It's like, nice bit of foreshadowing. Mm. But that yeah. is the only prop I will give this movie in terms yeah. of clever writing. See, like, because I know, I know they they butchered the whole like thing with with um with the force, for instance. Like, the force surrounds us, it binds us, it holds the galaxy together. I know, I know they butchered that, but like, just hearing it come from Qui Gon Jinn and the way that it was explained to me, I like because the way it's explained because it's Liam Neeson in that tone, the way they did it in the context. For me, I'm okay with that, but like, I'm I still prefer the whole. Alec Guinness bit with like it's an energy field that's you know just all, all of that I, I prefer that Steve, I, the main I, thing I, that I take away from this is you can see that Liam Neeson especially when he's doing the, the fight scenes he's having a lot more fun with this movie and he's come out and said recently he's still like proud to have been in the prequels mm. even if they're bad movies he's still proud because he was in Star Wars and yeah. that alone, that's a really nice sentiment. Like, even if these movies suck, which they do, it, it's nice that some of the actors can come away from it just like, yeah, they suck, but I'm in it, so I don't care. It's fun. And he's uh, he's he's also he's always gone on record and said uh, that whenever he gets opportunity, he's always happy to be in a Star Wars Star Wars yeah. project. Yeah, which I think is really cool. But um, yeah, I. I don't think I've got much else to say about the Phantom Menace. I just I just look at it as a bad job, but I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah, I've uh, yeah we we've got a minute. We've got literally a minute left on the timer, so we can just cancel it there. Actually, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna speak David for a second. Um, the the way that he looks at Cyberpunk 2077, that's how I look at the Phantom Menace. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I it's... actually like Cyberpunk though. Yeah, 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 but like, because again, I don't, I don't mind it. I could just because it is a bad film, but like, you know, you you accept the qualities that are wrong with it, and and you know, and, and that's yeah, and that's fine, and and that's just, yeah, that's, just fine. That that's, bad... that's how I am with Phantom Menace. Yeah. I'm aware that there's bad things about it. I know that people aren't enjoying it, but I'm enjoying my time with it, so I don't care what other people are thinking about it. Yeah, just, exactly. That's just how going going back to what James was saying about this is backtracking quite a bit about saying how Liam Neeson was talking about the midichlorians right and explaining the force mm-hmm. I've, I've always thought like ever since because I watched the prequels when I was young and then I discovered like YouTube and then I discovered that everyone hated the prequels and then I went and rewatched the prequels and was like ah I see why people hate the prequels but when yeah. I, when I was like watching them the first time the thing that I've kind of always given them is the midichlorians because I thought I could I can like get behind that there is something like a bit more of an explanation behind what yeah. is going on here and when Obi-Wan is saying in the original trilogy it's years on so why go into detail about it why not just explain it to its bare bones and not go into like when you first like grow up, you're just told that you can breathe the air around you. You don't learn what like what's in it. Yeah, exactly. And, I, 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 so, I like that. So the midichlorians, like, it makes sense to me that while the Jedi Order was around and it was like a big thing, people talked about it a lot because they were trying to get 
more people into it. They were, were trying to cut, continue it. And then to have it however many years on in the future just makes sense that it's like a forgotten thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I don't mind the medical. Yeah, I'm all right with them. Um, I want to, like, the time had just went. Uh, you probably heard it. Um, yeah, I did. But I feel like we barely mentioned that the music from John Williams is incredible. It's incredible in all of these. Oh, yeah, that, ending, like, that is. This the, movie specifically, Jewel of the Fates, is one of the greatest moments of music yeah. in, the, in Star Wars. So good. And that, it the is. fight scene Maybe. to go with it is. It's phenomenal. It's the, it's the highlight of this movie, and it's what stops it from being a one out of ten for me. Um, I've I've got my little wrap up thing here. Um, the Phantom Menace. What do you want me to say? It's the Phantom Menace. This movie will be the standard to which disappointment is measured against. The movie is nonsensical, and great music and one act, great action sequence can't save it. You need another reason to hate this movie. Four words: Jar Jar fucking Binks. Now this <laughs> is a bad movie. Two out of ten. Now that's pod racing. Exactly. That <laughs> now that's the podcasting. <laughs> I'm aware, but you have to say the line. Now no this is pod racing. There I is. think one thing that we didn't really mention as well was that before this film was re-released, it had that awful young Yoda. Yeah, the puppet. Oh, God, the puppet. The puppet of young Yoda is so bad. Yeah. Yeah, at least they sorted that out. They yeah, did. at least they fixed that. Um, yeah, this this is a bunch of pieces of shit. Pretty much. Yeah. But yeah. I'm okay with that. Shall we, <laughs> gentlemen, shall we move on? Yeah, go on. Let us sharpen <laughs> our blades and really... Really sink our teeth into, um, but well, so you know, it's on par for me, but is it slightly better? Is it slightly worse? We're talking about Star Wars Episode 2 Attack of the Clones. It's, it's Can definitely we not? much worse. No, I, I, I disagree. Ow. To me, there's a vast improvement. Oh my can, god, can we just not talk about this one? I say, <laughs> I say, we give James now. Two minutes, uninterrupted, to tell us why he thinks this is a good movie. Well, okay, fine. Um, right, so it obviously starts off. It's about ten years later, right? Yeah. Some somewhere in there. So it's about ten years later. Anakin's grown up a little. He's like what, eighteen, nineteen, somewhere around there. Anyway, um, he is, you know, still under the impression that he's a chosen one and, like, you know, it's all this, it's building up. Something's not quite right, you can tell. Um, and don't get me wrong, the, ma- the majority of this film is pretty bad. It is. But it's, for me, the moment where Obi-Wan gets captured on... Um, God, I, how have I forgotten the place? Geonosis. How have I forgotten the planet? How have I forgotten the planet? Geonosis. That's, Geonosis, that's it. He's, he's captured on Geonosis. And from that point onwards, I think, is where you really start to uh, feel the movie a little bit more. That, that's, that's the start point, which is bad. Don't get me wrong. But that's the starting point for the film. And 
for me, that's obviously like because Clone Wars was amazing. I loved the Clone Wars, and that first fight is day one for you know the the, the Clone Wars and every, the Jedi have been like, hey, uh, this this is going to happen at some point. The, the prophecies have they been misread? What's going on? There's a lot of questions and stuff that's going on. Sorry, I'm getting loads of stupid messages coming through from people. It's really it's, distracting. It's people telling him that Attack of the Clones is dog shit. It's really, it's really distracting. Uh, no, I know exactly where it's coming from and it's annoying. But it luckily, is. I've muted the server. Uh, is, is it on the Film Actors Guild? Mm-hmm. Right. Mute server. So yeah, I, I muted that ages ago. There we go. I think I muted I'm it the, when I got yeah. in it. I'm the admin of this server and I've muted it. Okay, sorry. I created that, that abomination. Very distracting. <laughs> it was very distracting. Anyway, so it gets the obviously the, the arena, it's the you know, the whole Jedi bit. Um for me that's where it's it's it it kicks off. And I hope that you guys would at least agree with that. That well, that's I will where take it gets better. you that the end of the film is <laughs> it's, the end it's of the film is really where it kicks off. See, I really yeah. love the end of the film because then it ends. Yeah, but me but too. for me, because because obviously that that because then it's finished. Because that last bit was still a lot longer than you know the final act of Phantom Menace. And don't get me wrong, this is still a really bad Star Wars film. But it's just it it, it one it allowed you to first see Anakin's dark side, like Anakin's dark side, not not Vader. But 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 go on. They do nothing with it in this. And then in the next movie, when it starts, he's not even close to the dark side. He's a really genuinely cool person. We see it in Revenge of the Sith, mm-hmm. the opening scene. He's good. He's a good guy. He does stuff yep. to now, help this is where the other fun people. Like, he's mm-hmm. not even close to the dark side in the third one. But for some uh-huh. reason, they put all this stuff in the second one that's like, yeah, he might be turning to the dark side. And then they do nothing with it. Like, come on. Can I, can I also just well, say... They did. The worst thing about this movie to me is Anakin's fucking hair. Why is well, he singular, I'll, I'll give you that. Why is he got a singular dreadlock? Wait, 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 wait. Did David just call oh. it a dreadlock? Because if so, kudos. Yes. yes. All, all Jedi Padawans have a braid. Yeah, but why is it that fucking small? It, it Why is it a one? Obi-Wan it... has one in the first film. It's a rat tail. Mm-hmm. I hate it so, so the tra- much. The tradition is that when you're a Jedi Padawan, you're learning and obviously you get you get this braid, and when you finally get promoted to Jedi Knight, you enter the, the Jedi Master's chamber, Kneel before them, and then the Grand Master uh, slices the uh, the braid off of you with the lightsaber, thus making just you a slice Jedi his fucking head off. <laughs> It'd save a lot of shit in the later movies. <laughs> um. Anyway, um, from that arena onwards, and obviously Xander's saying, "Where, where the fuck did they go with the dark side of Anakin?" Which is where Clone Wars comes in. I'm not on about um the animated one. I'm talking about the cartoon Clone Wars, like the original, uh, original Clone yeah, yeah, Wars. Yeah, 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 yeah. The the one. That's yeah, sort of, that. It's all like Samurai Jack style animation. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that I think leads off almost immediately after uh, yeah, episode two. Is that the uh, movie or the series? 
it's a this two is... part thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a two D animated thing rather than a three D uh, animated thing. Yeah. And it was but released, it's just simply called Clone Wars. It was, it was released in two thousand four, I believe. It was, yeah. So yeah. It was much. literally just to bridge the gap between uh, Attack of the Clones and. So much, yeah. and again, it it that it doesn't really do much with the dark side of Anakin, but that's where you throw the actual Clone Wars TV series into it, where you do see him slowly descend and like, have those dark I, right, moments. Okay. Can we? Can we? I I know you guys love the Clone Wars and Rebels. Well, I mean, you don't love Rebels, but you love the Clone Wars. I've mm-hmm. not seen it, so to me, using the Clone Wars as an excuse to say why to bring these movies up doesn't work because so yeah, many people to, haven't Zander, seen that show. Zander. Yeah, but to us, yeah, but to us, you saying that you haven't seen the Clone Wars doesn't work as an excuse for you to bring it down. I know, mm. but like, I'm I'm discussing it from like a a singular movie vision. Here. Yeah, but again, like with, with what Alex is saying, um, you know, you're looking at this as a movie goer, whereas we're looking at this from start like star wars fans like yeah. i'm obviously like not saying that you guys aren't yeah, but yeah, like yeah. You know, like star wars star wars fans so I think I, th- I think I said it when i was when i was watching the last jedi with you and uh, not the last jedi the last skywalker with you Xander. i i don't um like it when a film picks up straight off after the previous film yeah and in in between Attack of the Clones and uh, Revenge of the Sith. There's like how many years? Five years? Something like that. Yeah. Um, but obviously, in that five years' time, there's going to be things that you miss out on. No. So, I agree with you. It does in in terms of the third film, um, which we'll talk about in a bit. A Anakin's character does start off in the film really, really good. And I agree with you that you're saying that his turn to the dark side is oddly sudden. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, in those five years, it's very understandable that when you have seen him, when he is young and naive, slaughtering this village of people, Mm. surely this person is going to be at odds with himself throughout this five years until you see him. And then suddenly he's put with this ultimatum of save your wife or um or yeah. lose your wife yeah or, and like so what does he do he decides to save his wife because he is a good person and he wants to save his wife which you also see his relationship with uh padme develop in the clone wars so i agree with you that it's annoying to have a, me and james constantly spout off about how good the clone wars is and how it patches the gap between it yeah but hmm. ignoring it completely is kind of taking away from okay can we that's what star wars canon i can understand you two i can understand that completely and but what i think what xander's trying to say is why don't we look at it as if it's like we had like clone wars didn't exist because clone wars didn't exist until 2006 wasn't it something like that i think it was like 2006 2007 so we somewhere around didn't, that we didn't get those. We didn't get that context between these films. We mm-hmm. only saw like they had to make that to build this context. And yeah. so we obviously, say if you were watching it in order, you had no fucking clue why he did all this. Well, no. Again, there were the comics and stuff. 
that true, you had. but that's once again extended universe. If you well, yeah, just yeah. movies, but also, like say, look at like uh, the like sequel trilogy. But, we don't know what went on in, in between like six and like six and seven and seven and eight and seven and nine. Oh, mm-hmm. well, but we do know what went on between six and seven. Let's fact, say how much shite about it. Let's say that they did throw all of this stuff into one of the films. It wouldn't end. You would still be watching it now. But you, you would like if if you started yesterday, um, and uh, and you know watched it continuously, you would probably it would probably take you a, like a week, at least a week, to watch nonstop everything that happened in between episode two and episode three. I mean, actually, it would take you five years if you watched literally everything. Because it was five. Well, <laughs> yeah, I know, but I, I, I'm talking about just the best bit. Oh right, okay, like, like the content. Like, right, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. like just the best. But you meant like what, watching them like brush the teeth and shit, you know? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like yeah. watching them sleep yeah. the entire time. But, but you, you, you want the best bits. I'd love to like, see if Obi Wan you know. has a cheeky wank every now and then. <laughs> Obi Wan definitely wanks all the time. He, like he he has a lot of build up. He has nobody. Jesus. It does in the Clone um, Wars. <laughs> I don't care about the Clone Wars. Um, you, you will. I, you, you really will. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to watch the Clone Wars yet. Like after after next week, after another week of movie watching, I'm not going to touch Star Wars for another at least ten years. I don't like, want to think here, about Star Wars again. Here is all I ask for the Clone Wars Clone Wars bit with you, David. Watch the last four episodes. That's all I'm doing. I'm watching the last four episodes. Hmm. That's what I'm no. doing. No. Watch the last four episodes and maybe one or two clips that I'll send you. I'll watch Mando it. just because I'll, I like Pedro Pascal as an actor. Oh, yeah. No, you've got no choice. You're watching all of and Mando. <laughs> I wanna, and I like, I like Boba Fett. I, I like the idea that Boba Fett is still alive. It's mm-hmm. all I care about because that's... That's like original trilogy stuff. That's when Star Wars was at least good. But the only good prequel to me, other than obviously Rogue One, which is technically a prequel, also extended, but also not. It's so is Solo. I, I haven't watched Solo. Don't care about Solo. Only want to watch it for Donald Glover. But it's Revenge of the Sith. I enjoy Revenge of the Sith because it's got fun moments. Um, we, like, we've gotten so off track here. Yeah, tangent. Um, well, that's because there's fuck all to talk about with Attack of the Clones. <laughs> nah, we haven't talked about how interesting um, the, the the clones are. Actually, yeah, that's a good point. Um, we haven't talked about how interesting it is when he goes and sees Jango Fett, and then it rains, and then they fly away. And um, uh, we haven't even... But, we haven't, whoa, we but, no, hold the fucking phone. I, everyone... Put yourself on hold. One thing that I think is absolutely brilliant in Attack of the Clones, that genuinely, like, brilliant, is the way those bombs go off from Slave 1. Oh, the... Um, when oh, the, the sound cuts yeah. out, and then there's just a big explosion. That's such a fucking good idea. That is. That, that oh my is, god! Oh, the, the seismic blast. <laughs> that's it. Is it? Is it just me who genuinely thought that Alex, after that whole tirade, then was gonna talk about how 
um, Hayden Christensen doesn't like sand because it's coarse and it's rough and it gets everywhere. Oh, fuck! <laughs> fuck the fucking fucking uh, how did someone? It's no, rough. no, it's everywhere. I'm not accepting this. Right, there is a thing when you make a film called a script. Right, <laughs> I don't know whether anyone's heard of it. It's a pretty basic concept. It's uh, what happens. <laughs> it's called a screenplay when you make a film. And and when you when you look at it, it tells you what happens and what people say. And when you when you take it to a company, someone looks over it and goes, This is good, or this is bad. But someone someone in the world, right, who has been born and grown up and has had an education and has been to school and college and has got a job, a film company, has looked at the lines. I hate sand, it's coarse, and it gets everywhere, and then compares their love interest to sand, a thing that they hate, and said, you know what, that's a really good line. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to green like this. That's How does job. that happen? <laughs> Actually, what is that about? Th- this How is... can you be so okay. stupid? Just to that correct you, awful. they didn't awful. have to go to school or anything like that. They could have just gotten a job and accidentally looked at the script as a janitor. David, it, was... it was George fucking Lucas. It was Friday at five o'clock, guys. Come on, give him a break. <laughs> <sighs> um, this doesn't Fuck build this on man. anything. I need this, another pint and I've not got any... Uh, like Hayden Christensen, obviously, like Re- Revenge of the Sith happens, he disappears basically. You know, nothing from him for ages. Then he resurfaces at Star Wars Celebration a little while ago, and I kid you not, one of the questions that the fans wanted to hear Hayden Christensen answer, I kid you not, was what was your opinion on sand? <laughs> How many years has he been dis? You know, just vanished. And that's the first thing you ask him. Well, didn't he just do like? Didn't he do jumper and then vanish? It's a pretty important question. Like he 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 did jumper and then just disappeared. Yeah, what did he think of Sam though? Because he seems to like Sam in jumper. He basically just um just reread the line from uh, Attack of the Clones and everyone laughed. He doesn't like sand. It's coarse. It's rough, and it gets everywhere. Yeah, he he pretty much just said that, and everyone just laughed. Um, he 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 laughed as well. He thought it was funny. But but someone said that line. Someone like, wrote it. That whole someone that actually whole wrote it down. The movie. They mm-hmm. the the acting from both of them is so bad that like it genuinely seems like they hate each other when they're talking to each other. They seem annoyed at each other when they're talking. And I'm they sat there like, is this a love story or are they going to fight it later on? No, they're gonna hate fuck. Exactly, and that's what you happens. Can tell they're about they to fucking. die, and then they just kiss because they're about to die, and they're like, "Oh, well, fuck it." And they genuinely like, frolic shit, through I'm a virgin. fields. I might as well at least kiss him. They genuinely frolic through meadows, and it's like, "Oh, what is happening?" Are we not going to talk about how Padme is like also ten years older than him and like knew him point. from when he was a child? Absolute cougar. After a, t- I mean, she's, after a toy she's boy virgin, yeah, being on, ten years older than him. Can I just say <laughs> how like how how much time has passed in between um like 
Phantom Menace and Tackle Clothes. Is anybody now? Ten, ten years. About ten years. How the fuck did he grow that much? Bro, puberty like four times the size of himself. Bro, he what was, do you, what he do you mean? He was, he was like a he was like you know, ten in the first one and then ten how years. How was later, he, he the size been... of a four year old? Yeah, but he would he would have been twenty. What do you think twenty year olds look like? Yeah, but what do you think fucking ten year olds look like? Jake Lloyd. Don't ask him that. The, the FBI are listening. <laughs> <laughs> they're coarse and they're rough. <laughs> <laughs> Jake Lloyd was literally ten. When you understand we've got to stop talking about Attack of the Clones now because we're not going to get a better comment than that. Of course, they're wrong. And they get everywhere. They get everywhere. Yeah, like one of those in my basement. Ten-year-olds. Zander doesn't even need to do the wrap-up thing. We're not going to get a better line than that. <laughs> um, Alex kept on. Alex was alluding to Django Fett earlier. Django Fett just fucking sucks. Yeah. 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 So, so, you know what? So, I, I sent a message into the group chat just saying, like, you know what? It pisses, like, basically, it just pisses me off that the prequel movies, two of them are so shit, but the games surrounding them and surrounding the characters that are about them mm. are so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Like, the Bounty Hunter game where you play as Django Fett is amazing. Mm-hmm. Clone Commander is amazing. Star Wars Racer is amazing um star wars episode 3 revenge of the sith the video game on xbox was top was quality. actually fi- it, yeah. that was banging um uh, yeah i i think as well the um oh crap i had something to say here. i did the uh count dooku count dooku played by oh, christopher yeah. lee is Chip. one of Chip. he's one of the most bafflingly misplaced characters in all of star wars Mm-hmm. He's so he just does not fit in this movie. He feels really crammed in there. Like there's no need for him to be here. Like they I think that the thing that they really fucked up in the clone in Attack of the Clones is the fact that, like James was saying, he's meant to be the fallen Jedi character. Yeah. Right? Where the fuck is that in the film? Yeah. Honestly, there is, there is, he talks about being a Jedi. He talks yeah. about doing dodgy shit as a Jedi, he but he doesn't ever he talk is. about doing Jedi things or ever showing you know any what? concept of being a Jedi. He like, said that he had a moment even, in a film, or he'd even... had a moment in that film where he'd just given into the good, the, the light side of the force and had been good for a second even if it was just for a moment before having this turn back to the dark side or that even, would make his character so much better and he didn't even use like his knowledge of the light side against them but like you're like you're saying if he had that conflicted idea ideology then like you've got a fantastic you've got christopher lee one of the one of the greatest actors of all time you've got a goat of the industry and you've given <clears> him <throat> shit let me explain Count Dooku's position. You can't explain a shit character. They're just shit. Let me guess. You're going to go into Star Wars Legends here. No. No, because Legends isn't canon. 
He's gonna go into the Clone Wars. Oh no, 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 no! I'm just, I'm just talking about Count Dooku in general, like what, what he's doing. Um, so Count Dooku joins Palpatine because you know he's, he's, he's tempted by the dark side. He's, he's already conflicted as it is. He was the master of Qui Gon. Qui Gon's obviously died, and Qui Gon was kind of like the balance, so to speak, for him, like that, that sort of kept him good. Because Qui Gon was like the ultimate Jedi, and he he even says in Attack of the Clones that he he really needs to speak to Qui Gon that he misses him uh, when Obi Wan's being held prisoner. Um, so Count Dooku is there because obviously he's had this fall to the dark side, but he wants to. He literally says to Obi Wan that he wants Obi Wan to join him. Because he's not, because Count Dooku isn't a full bad guy. Like, he just wants to overthrow Palpatine because he knows what's about to happen. And he doesn't want, you know, this Sith Lord reigning over the entire galaxy, being a tyrant the way that he knows is going to happen. But he's obviously got to become a bad guy himself to prevent that. So that's the kind of thing with Count Dooku is that he is trying to do a good thing in the wrong ways. Well, his 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 Darth name is Darth Tyrannus, isn't it? Yeah, I know, but bear in mind and that something is... like a a dark tyrant, and I I like someone trying to do the right thing in completely the wrong way. That is like a tyrant, someone who's got too much power and they're abusing it, mm-hmm. and. I think that that's exactly what Dooku is. Mm-hmm. Why don't they show that? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so James, basically, what you've said is the idea, like the concept of Count Dooku, and what what we're all saying is the idea of Count Dooku is really cool. But could you they guys don't not do anything with it? I, but I, I, I haven't pulled that from anywhere. I've just pulled that from that one conversation he had with Obi Wan, and and also your subconscious connection to everything that happens in the Clone Wars. That's very true but also that one conversation he had with obi-wan when he was being held prisoner um to be fair the conversation he has with obi-wan where he's being held prisoner is i'm going to try and help you there's someone he tells him uh, there's a darth lord of the, dark lord of the sith who has taken over the um yeah the Jedi Order. You. like you need to you need to look out for this and obi-wan doesn't believe him because he thinks he's trying to like yeah Tell him otherwise. Count Dooku gives the game away. But in my reading of it, I see that as Count Dooku being an unwise villain who's got too much power and he thinks he's going to win, so he's telling him his master plan, and he's just an idiot. Yeah. No, I no, I I see that as Count because it's bad. It's a badly written character. Like, because I, I see that totally differently. Because I, I see, I see a guy that sees something really bad about to happen, and just trying to prevent it. But no, like, be, be, because he's betrayed the Jedi, everyone's refusing to believe him. Right. But because, but, but, because he's underneath this guy that he's trying to overthrow, but he's got to serve him. Essentially. If, if, if Count Dooku had felt this way about. And, and wanted to let the Jedi Order know that there was a Dark Lord of the Sith reigning over the um, the Republic. Do you not think that when Yoda turned up, he would have thought, you know what, he's a pretty high up and powerful figure who's pretty close to Palpatine. I might tell him about it. 
And then he see, might that... think, ah, yes, I will do something about it. That would make Count Dooku's character much more redeemable. And it's like, and if Yoda didn't believe him, then it would be like, oh, this is a this is the bad side of the Jedi. This mm-hmm. is the side of the Jedi that doesn't trust people. This would this would bring in a whole other like new perspective on the light side of the Force. But you've got to bear but in man, mind. But instead, you've just got a wasted character. <laughs> but you've got to bear it. But you've got to bear in mind though that oh God, he what gave is happening? The, the entire <laughs> game away. Did not think this away. conversation would go on this long? <laughs> he gave the entire game away to Obi Wan. He said exactly what was going to happen. He's Obi- a fucking idiot. No, no, hear me out though, because sorry, but if you're if you're a villain and you tell the 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 hero of the story, arguably your master plan or what your person who is in charge of you's master plan that you were trying to double cross to a person who doesn't really trust you, you're just an idiot. But but, but Al Dooku was being foolish. But, but the Jedi were already they they were already stupid. The Jedi is stupid. They they just they just start again. Clone Wars. Go and watch it. You'll understand. I've watched the clone. Yeah, I know, but like, look at the whole Ahsoka situation. No, no, no. I've, I've, I, I, I understand. I understand. But what I'm saying is, if Count Dooku had wanted this message to be sent across, this is going in circles. But if Count Dooku <laughs> had wanted this message to be sent across, before it across. The timer went. Okay, the time has gone. <laughs> when did the time final go? Point, it, went out, point. it went about five minutes ago. <laughs> Final point is that Obi-Wan and Anakin were chasing Dooku to kill him. Dooku had to try and you know defend himself because he knows what's about to happen. Yoda comes in. There's no chance in hell that Count Dooku is going to be able to explain what's about to happen. He has he enough time to say he has uh, enough time to say, oh, it's clear this this battle cannot be fought by our ways of the force. But with our skills with a lightsaber, that's enough time to say. Oh, by the way, Palpatine's the Dark Lord of the Sith. But they've but they've already been having a force fight at that point. There's anyway, no care. No care ladies, put down your handbags. Please can you put Jewel of the Fates over that entire conversation? <laughs> we would get copyrighted in oblivion. Um, it's all right. I've got a kazoo. Like, Xander would actually get sent to prison for that. <laughs> um, I, I want to make one final point on Attack of the Clones before doing my little wrap-up thing. Um, that on. fight between Yoda and Count Dooku is fucking dreadful. Oh, it's brilliant. No, I disagree. I love it. Um, well, Yoda and Dooku, fucking, that's a good fight scene. Yoda's no, fucking not. flipping about Yoda's Yoda's flipping about and it makes me Yoda's want to kill football. him. I love it. No. no you know, have you ever seen Messi play football? He's so small <laughs> and he's so quick. Like the Yoda. Jesus Christ. Right. Um, Attack of the Clones. This movie has a vaguely understandable plot. This makes it marginally better than The Phantom Menace already, but unfortunately, everything else from that movie carries over. It's overly long, it's boring, and it's profoundly stupid. Somehow, the acting got a little worse in this movie, too, and the romantic subplot is mostly laughable. This is bad. It learns from its mistakes from the last one, but makes new ones that drags it right back down. Two out of ten, never again. I'm really surprised that you didn't say it's coarse, it's rough, and it's everywhere. God no, damn it! 
It's not as good as mine earlier anyway, so it just it would have been overshadowed. <laughs> oh, that's true, but like you know. See, also, you were wondering why I'm here before, or last week even. That's why I'm here. For stupid shit like that. <laughs> you would not have gotten that without that's me. That's true. Oh, that is very true. Man. Well, um, that's Attack of the Clones. That really took it Now we get to talk about a good movie. Fucking hell. Um, it's been eons. Now we finally wrapped up Attack of the Clones and James and Alex have kissed and made up. We'll... Um, We'll move on to... Well, I mean, it's not even arguably. It is the best of the prequel trilogy. It's mm-hmm. uh, Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. It's better than Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Better than the new... Yeah, movie. I'd say that, actually, yeah. I- I'd be yeah, I'd be more than happy to say that. Um, yes, fuck you, Xander. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not as, it's not better than Return of the Jedi. It's not. Um, it is. I, th- I think it is. This better than you hope for me as well. This is weird. This is a weird mm. movie. This is my favourite one to watch. Same. If I if I was to like sit down and put a Star Wars film on, I put uh, Revenge of the Sith on. If I'm like doing a marathon, I always think. Uh, uh, God, I'm looking Empire forward Strikes to Revenge Back. of the Sith. I, no, no, I always think Empire Strikes Back is my favourite one whenever I do a marathon, but. Revenge of the Sith is always a f- highlight for me. Yeah. And I, I, it is just like the easiest one to consume, I think, because you put it on and you've got a great opening action scene. Mm-hmm. You've you got you have a Obi-Wan really and great Anakin. Opening action scene. You've got Obi-Wan and Anakin actually interacting, showing that they've got good chemistry. Like, it's, it's, it's great, the stuff between them. I, I, the only thing that I have against it is that they split up um, Anakin and Obi-Wan again too much. Yeah. Um, and Richard, I don't think we even discussed enough in the about the last film. That was one of the biggest holdbacks of it that they don't develop Obi Wan and Anakin's relationship. Yeah, well, um, that's like a problem with just the prequels in general. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And um, but yeah, I really do think that the third one is the. the it's got great action sequences. It's got brilliant action sequences. See, yeah, it's got really good action sequences. See, most of what I want to talk about in this, I've put in my wrap up but i feel okay. like my opinion is like you guys all have the same opinion and i'm the only differing one here yeah um to be honest i'm just gonna go on a limit we've talked about this movie on multiple occasions on the podcast i don't yeah. think we need to cover this too much yeah i haven't even started the timer um we, we'll i don't just, think i think it's just like a quick 10 minutes convo yeah of just like, yeah, we enjoy this movie, Xander doesn't. But <laughs> like, like Alex said, this is the one that I, like, even though I'm not a massive fan of Star Wars anymore, I still enjoy watching this film just like by itself because yeah. it's just got some fun moments. I've like, I love the action scene. Obviously, it's filled with memes. So many memes. I, yeah, exactly. But even like the scenes from, that the memes are from are genuinely fun to watch. Order 66 is genuinely a really fucking cool thing and i'm glad that they built upon it in like extended stuff i know obviously clone wars probably built on it a fuck ton mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah, yeah big time, big time. Really a lot. Yeah, exactly. Like... <laughs> see, see, I know about this from the Clone Wars, so I know what you guys. You yeah, guys are like, like, oh yeah, yeah, we know, we know yeah, about this. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> see, like season seven was announced, and it said it's gonna, it's gonna lead up right to Revenge of the Sith, and I was like, I'm ready to get hurt again. <laughs> <laughs> no, fully. But the Order sixty six, right? You know what we were saying about. The Clone Wars, like padding the prequels out a lot more and, and yeah. like kind of redeeming them. Yeah. Order 66, take away the Clone Wars. It is so good. As yeah. soon as that moment happens in the film, that you're like, oh, 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 shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Everything's gone. Like, that's the end. And it's not even like that's the climax of the film. Like it would, it would work if the ending of the film was Order sixty six, and all of these Jedi die, and then the trilogy ends, and then you pick it up with Luke. But instead, they put it like halfway through the film, and then you've got the rest of the half of the film with these Jedi, like struggling all together, being like, "Oh shit, everything's falling apart. What do we do? Yeah, what do we do?" And and it's everyone's just sneaking about. Like the Obi Wan and Yoda when they go to the temple, there's it's really short, but there's a really good little bit of action um, outside the temple when. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and you've got that the action shot of Yoda flipping the lightsaber. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's that's the one that I'm talking about, yeah. and it's so good. And then later on, I always forget about this when I watch the film, but the fight between Yoda and Palpatine is. It's my favorite lightsaber fight. I said, um, I, I, I said the one in Empire Strikes Back was my second favorite, but the one between Yoda and Palpatine is so good. But like, I think. surely these two people, these two characters, surely are like so powerful that they they forego the need to use lightsabers they don't need it like they're, yeah. they're so well, powerful with the force that they and shouldn't that's why the use. best part of the fight is when they just use the force when he's using the force lightning and yoda grabs it all turns it back into energy and fires it back you're just like oh fuck that the can reason... actually happen although it has it has one horrible shot in that whole sequence and that's in the first room that they're in and the yoda force pushes him and he like falls ass over tit on the chair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not that's not a very flattering shot. But like what when he does hell? push him though, that's pretty cool. Like the moment the moment he pushes him is brilliant. Then it just slowly descends from that because it's like whoa, and then it's just slowly declined. And Yoda <laughs> loses. Well, no, because here's here's the thing. Go, going back to like what Xander was saying about like surely it should just be a force battle. Um, again, this is like the novelization of Revenge of the Sith. Um, Yoda knew that Palpatine was so powerful in the dark side of the force that he had to make it a lightsaber fight if he had a chance of beating him. Like, that was that was the only chance, but Palpatine, because um, the seven forms of lightsaber combat, um, Palpatine had mastered all seven. Uh, Yoda was a, um, a master in a very aggressive form of uh, attacking. Um, but he he knew that perfectly, um, and he he knew there was there was on, like the only chance that he had, and it was a slim one at that, at, 
was to make it a lightsaber fight, and Palpatine was the only person that Yoda was afraid of fighting besides Mace Windu. So, I, I mentioned this during our greatest movies of all time uh, tournament, which, by the way, you should check out. Really good. But the uh, the mm-hmm. clip we took from that was about us talking about Revenge of the Sith. And I go on this rant about the, the movie and especially the CGI in that the CGI, I said it there, I'll say it again. The CGI is good if there's not a real person there. Because then as soon as they are, it's just, it doesn't look right. The compositing isn't right. They look like they're on just a green screen and everything else looks great. But as soon as you put something real there, then it's like, oh, it's off. They're not there. This isn't real anymore. Yeah, I do get what you mean. So it really winds me up. Because there's good CG in this. There's good CG in this. What you, but it's... What, what, I, I agree that it's it's good CG, right? Yeah. And it's great CG. And the, what you were saying about when you put something in front of it, it becomes bad CG. And it's like, this film was made in 2002. 2005. Mm. Oh, wait, no, we're talking... Uh, sorry, I'm, I've got a page up about... Um, <laughs> Uh, Attack of the Clones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. No, but you're right. The, st- the, the point still stands. 2005. This movie yeah, looks incredible. This movie yeah. looks great for 2005. And I've seen the behind the scenes of like, because um, I've watched the DVD many times as a child. <laughs> um, it's actually, my DVD of Attack of the Clones makes me laugh because it says in big letters on it, for rental only, do not buy. Um, and I bought it on eBay. Um, so yeah uh, that's my little like my favourite thing about my Attack of the uh, my Revenge of the Sith thing but looks great I think for 2005 but when you do Mm. put something in front of it it's shit but what you were saying before about why do the um, why does the battle end up being about lightsabers and James was saying that um, Yoda knew that the that it had to be solved in the lightsaber in a lightsaber duel, mm-hmm. right? Um, there's a little subtlety in lightsaber duels in Star Wars that you might notice. Um, and whoever is in the darkest frame of mind lights their lightsaber first. So whoever is feeling closest to the dark side of the Force at the time lights their lightsaber first. Mm. So. In most of the times, the Sith, a red lightsaber lights first. There's one scene, I can't remember when it is, that Anakin lights his lightsaber first, and it's like a, a little hint that he is like gonna, he is like on the dark side of the force here. Yeah. Um, and there's, and that's why, because in that fight, he draws his lightsaber first, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, wrong, yeah. I'm pretty sure he does. Yoda yeah. does, doesn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh shit, he's at the fucking end of his tether. Yeah, this, yeah. This guy's like, he's, he's lost like all of, he's, he's abandoned everything. It's like in the Mandalorian, yeah. right? When when someone questions, no, no, no. Hey, hey, I'm not gonna spoil it. I'm not gonna spoil it. Someone questions, do okay. wh- where does where does the line? Where do you put the line? Right? What where what do you do? Okay. Yeah. As long as you um, don't spoil the. Spoiler. No, 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 I'm not going to. And then, um, 
and it's the same here. Yoda's got a choice to make. Like, does he attack with the Force and realize that he's just going to get fried, mm-hmm. or does he um, does he attack with a lightsaber? And he makes that decision. He's like, I'm a, I've got, I've got to do this. So he does it. Yeah. You guys have put and, way too much cause... thought into this. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Xander, you don't understand, right? The prequels have way too much thought put into them by George Lucas. <laughs> And then it's so awfully executed. Like, there's another one where the clones um, always attack from the same side. Because in, like, they always attack from the right side of the screen. Because when you're watching it subconsciously, you want the good guys to be on the left of the screen. And if you watch the fight scenes, every time there's a Jedi, they're always on the right. And every time there's a clone fighting, they're always on the left. Because it foreshadows that the clones are going to turn into bad guys. Do you, you mean the opposite way around? No, I don't. When the clones are on the left, it means that they're going to turn into bad guys. And when the Jedi are on the right, it shows that they are good. Because when you watch something, you subconsciously think that whoever's on the right of the frame is going to be the good guy. Oh, you said it the other way around the first time. No, it didn't. Did you? No. Oh shit! Sorry. That's, I get what he means. That's my head. But yeah, yeah. That that that's really interesting. I didn't know that. But exactly. like, it, but like, just going back to like the, the whole Yoda versus Palpatine bit, like, because I think it was agreed that like uh, just just before the fight, like Obi Wan had to go and kill Anakin. Like he had to go and kill him, and mm. that obviously he didn't want to do that. He he said no. Send me to kill the Emperor. Like Yoda was like, now nah, you like you you don't stand a chance. Like knowing that Yoda probably doesn't stand a chance. Um, so I think like with what Alex is saying, like Yoda just genuinely with the whole lightsaber igniting first thing, just had no choice at all. Yeah. If like, Yoda wanted to survive and you know try and keep the galaxy at peace, he had to be the aggressor. Hmm. Um. um uh, I, 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 we haven't actually talked about the tragedy of Anakin, have we? No. Um, no. It, it, but See, it happens quickly, so quickly, just to, man. Just to like, reiterate, like, when uh, Alex was saying like the fight between Yoda and Palpatine is his favourite fight scene, the fight between Obi-Wan and Anakin is my favourite fight scene primarily yeah. because... Every single time that you see them, it's escalating more and more and more. That is very true. Yeah, yeah like, I think they're both on like, a par, to be fair. Yeah, no matter what, it's escalating so much, like, throughout the scenery and throughout, like, the stakes. And yeah, as, like, they're fighting on a lava earlier, river. Yeah, and like, no matter what, like, the fight so is so fair as well. Like, it's so but, cheesy. Like, the fight, when you think about, like, their, like, their power, the fight is fair because, obviously, Anakin's gone into the dark side of the force, so obviously, dark side is always going to be a bit strong because they go into the forbidden like powers and the taboo basically whereas like obi-wan is a master of the light side of the force so no matter what their fight is fair it's literally it's so intense because like throughout the entire fight you have no clue who's gonna win well no because but because here's the thing because for force wise obi-wan didn't stand a chance like obi-wan but lightsaber wise he did. Yeah, well, like, because Obi Wan is, uh, I think, I think Mace Windu called him the master of defense because that's his lightsaber form. Um, you know, the, the defensive strategy. Um, 
So yeah, I, I, I get that, but it's like they because they, they both knew each other's moves yeah. before they were going to do that. And the reason that Anakin lost that fight is because he got cocky and he wanted to try and prove to Obi Wan, "No, I am better than you." And he want what he wanted to do was he wanted to replicate the move that because uh, Anakin was obsessed with Darth Maul, like yeah. he was he was absolutely obsessed with Darth Maul, just just how he fought and how he ki- how he managed to kill Qui Gon Jinn, the guy yeah. that brought Anakin into this, uh, you know, the 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 guy that was supposed to train him. And Arguably, his father figure. Exactly, and Obi Wan managed to. At that point, they, be, you know, they believed that you know Darth Maul had been killed, uh, or defeated rather. Um, so Obi Wan jumps over Darth Maul, goes behind him, and slices him in half. Anakin wanted to prove to Obi Wan that he is better by doing that exact same move, but to Obi Wan. That's what he was going to do there, um, but obviously he, he he got way too cocky and uh, Obi Wan no, Obi Wan was the master of defense. He would, had the high ground, but so did Darth Maul. True, but he like Obi Wan's just cooler. So he has. Um, <laughs> he said the line that fed his power. The the script is also still a piece of shit in this. Um, the lines <laughs> just going off of like the positives, just as Anders. Like, yeah, the the lines of dialogue they give Padme and Anakin to say to each other makes me want to throw up. Like, yes, I agree. There, I there's agree. one where he's like, she's like, right, she's like, oh, it's because I'm so in love, and he's like, no, 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 it's because I'm so in love with you. It's like, oh, yeah, Jesus I know, it's really Christ, bad. Kill me, really bad. There's the best scene between Anakin and uh, Padme is the one where they're across the city from each other looking at each other yeah yeah uh, that's the like the, one of the best moments in star wars and also zan you know before you were saying it happens very quickly it that doesn't... he turns to the dark side he turns to the dark side at an hour and 17 minutes into the film and it's a two hour and 20 minute long no i mean but like from then it seemed from that moment he goes from doing that, like to, to, to turning to the dark side, to then about five minutes later to killing children, and it's like, yeah, but this is a bit of a leap. I can explain that. Oh I can, God. I can agree with, I can agree with the actions of fucking him. James is, is very much. I can, I, I definitely <laughs> agree. Yes, more fucking Clone Wars. Nope, nope. Actually, it's just a re- just Revenge of the Sith. Anyway, go on. I definitely Alex, sorry. agree that. Um, actions were way too extreme for him to have just turned from the dark side but as soon as he gets out of like the first battle the opening sequence he's told by padme we're gonna have a child and then he's like oh shit i've got a secret wife i'm already like breaking away from the jedi order like this is already i'm already giving in to temptation here i'm already doing something that is seen as a dark side thing i'm secretly married and then he starts having these nightmares and he wants to protect the person that he loves, but he can't go to people about it because people don't know about it. So he's in this position of, I feel like the world's against me and I can't do anything about it. And so when there is now this person waving exactly what he wants in front of his face, it makes perfect sense that this person who we already have seen is very 
like cunning. Um, I can't think of the word. No, not even cunning. Just someone who is. Um, they're very emotional and no emotional. They just react how they. No, they just react how they want to react. I like, think I think the uh, phrase that you're going you for that with, they, they lead with their heart and then their head follows. Not even that. I, there's a there's a specific Volatile. word. I can't think of it. No, I can't think of it. But anyway, that's what he is, and <clears throat> it's and so now you've got this person who has been offered this um this chance to save the woman that he loves, and he's going to take it because he's very emotional and he wants to do that. So it makes perfect sense for him to go to the dark side. Then it doesn't make any sense for him to kill children. I'll give you that. Yeah. No, no, it does because. <laughs> I will defend the children killing because they're coarse <laughs> and they're rough and they get everywhere. <laughs> Bouncing right off what Alex is saying about the ability to save Padme, he's told that the only way that he can do this is if he fully gives in to the dark side. And there's like a for some reason this is how the dark side works. There's like a threshold. Like you've got to you've got to do a certain amount of bad things before you start to fully embrace you know the power of the dark side and so he's just building up his score he's got he, he, just, he needs the right amount of skill points a, to beat the boss he's just getting a point total to be fair look at most like stories about a fallen hero they're always someone who does something bad and then they regret it, but then eventually they become so used to it that it's just normal to them. Mm. And then that's that's what their that's what their normal is. Mm-hmm. And so to get to like a point of the dark side, why am I thinking so deeply into Star Wars philosophy? But um, but to get to that point in the dark side, surely you've got to have separated yourself from like a good moral viewpoint and have this complete disassociation to anything that is correct so mm-hmm. healing children isn't actually that far of a leap to make plus from Anakin's standpoint like the Jedi had betrayed the Republic because Anakin wouldn't have you know fully known that, like you know he was under the impression that Mace Windu went to go and arrest the you know the Chancellor which which he did which he did but he comes in and then suddenly it's you know Mace Windu's about to kill him which you know as Anakin says isn't the Jedi way so from Anakin's standpoint the Jedi really did betray the the republic so I know also Anakin's if you look in the hallway you can see the bodies thing. of the guys that he's just killed so yeah no but like at the same time like Anakin you know, it's it's not the Jedi way. They're being hypocritical in killing this unarmed guy. And also, how's Anakin meant to know that Mace Windu hasn't just killed all of them when Mace he walks in on Mace Windu? That is a good point. Mace Windu is the darkest the Jedi there is besides Anakin. Like he he literally That's taps just into racist, the dark side. James. Come on. Oh, Jesus. Fuck's sake. Although I admit, I said that. My, I t- I t- that that is awful, Xander. He literally created his own lightsaber form, which taps into the enemy's dark side abilities and uses it against them. 
That is what Mace Windu does. But then again, oh thank Christ, also... the, the sound has belled. <laughs> um, okay, David, I'll let I'll let I'll let it go. <laughs> let it I go. just want to go to bed. <laughs> but my wrap up, I put Revenge of the Sith. Okay, don't get me wrong, this movie is not good, but it ain't bad either. After the last two, this one has a genuinely interesting and engaging story. The acting still isn't amazing, but the film makes up for that in strength of story and some fantastic action sequences. CGI is still a problem here as it was in the others, and there are still long periods of the movie where not much happens and you slip into a coma, but overall, it is by far the best of the prequel trilogy. That being said, however high the highs are in the prequels, they will still not surpass the lows of the original trilogy. 5 out of 10. I just want to say something um, that I think I think you'll all find really, really funny. In the um, novel of Revenge of the Sith, when Commander Cody gives... Oh, can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, can, I can yeah. hear you. There we go, yeah. yeah. Um, when Commander Cody gives uh, Obi-Wan his lightsaber back, and then he suddenly gets the message from um, from the Emperor saying... Execute Order 66. The first thing that Commander Cody thinks, I kid you not, is could you have not told me that two seconds ago when I didn't give him his lightsaber? Yeah, yeah. Whenever I'm watching it. I always think yeah. that. I'm glad that like, you thought that too. But it's like, yeah, like it's set up in that moment to be like, he's got the, the guy's got his lightsaber. And then it's set up like, okay, now the clones are going to turn bad. So it's set up for him to get that message as he's got the lightsaber. And then Obi-Wan comes back and he's like, oh, you've got my lightsaber. Give it to me. And for him to just ignite it and try and come at him, that that would have been so much... That would have been a really cool moment. Yeah, but then you would have just had Commander Cody getting absolutely dicked by Obi-Wan. Yeah. And then he, like, and then he, like, he, he fights him, gets his lightsaber hops on the lizard and then you can have the same thing where he shoots that thing and falls off but i think that would have been a cool. little bit cooler can we also just say like r.i.p general grievous he didn't get any screen time today oh yeah general, oh yeah general grievous is dog shit man what no, the grievous no not really no no okay so me and before we like wrap it up i was talking to a, a mate at work uh, i think it was yesterday or the day before about it um, about Grievous, and he was telling me about like the backstory of Grievous, and from what if it's true, oh, the from backstory what heard, is amazing. Like the backstory is so fucking cool. That like he wasn't he like a, a race of people, and then um, the Sith like basically brainwashed him and literally took his fucking entire personality, his entire soul, and his entire everything, and put it into this machine. Yeah, Al- almost they, like they, that. Yeah, they almost they still gave him like forearms because his race had forearms, so they had to make yeah. it so that it was compatible. Yeah, like well, because I think I think he he was given the option he can either retain his memories, um, or have everything wiped, and I think he yeah. chose to have everything wiped because. Fair enough. I mean, so. I don't I don't think he'd want to remember the past that he had, and then know how how far like he, he's fallen wasn't his wife killed in front of him this and the other like he yeah had a fucked it's, up it's life. so fucked 
But yeah, anyway. Right, um, Jesus Christ. Let, can we can we wrap up? <laughs> yeah, I, but I want to lie down. I've got work in the morning, man. Jesus. I've got auditions to do tomorrow. I cannot wait until we get around to the extended universe stuff. <laughs> when... Um, James, it's just going to be me and you talking for like it pretty much will. Like, my head. Do you guys want the week off for that? Yeah, me, me and James will just host and co-host it. Every, I, right, I will right, actually listeners. take my headset off and play Cyberpunk while she's talking about do, it. Do a vote if you want. If you want me and James to host, Xander's the, our only the... listener. Xander, do a vote. <laughs> do, do, who would you rather have hosting it, you or us? Well, I mean, if you guys want to edit it as well, you can have the whole fucking thing. Like, <laughs> no, uh, no, you can no, edit no, the video no, as well. Xander, 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 you can be on for that comic relief. Oh, thank you, Alex, because I'm the funny one. Thank you, thank you're you very much. Um, right, you're the you're the sexy one. Oh, stop it, you dirty bastard! Oh, um... although I really do want to hear what David has to say. No, about don't make it thing. gay. I don't fucking <laughs> care. <laughs> I just want to go to bed. <laughs> Alex just said, don't make it gay. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't, don't make it gay. You looked at me. <laughs> oh, my God. Right. That is going to do it for this week. Thank you thank so fuck. much to everyone for listening. Um, Huge, humongous thank you to Mr. James O'Malley from Shock Radio. James... Thank you for coming, man. You, you're just uh, the best, dude. Oh, thank you. Because no, I, I really do love coming on this show. Because every single time I do, I, like, I either nearly throw up from laughing so hard. Well, or, like, we you love know, having I you here. Learn something. It's just, it's, it's, really, it's really good coming on, and you guys are great. We Which one was it this time? Throw, nearly throwing up from laughing so hard, or learning something? Well, which, which is better? I don't. I don't care. I just want to know which one it was. What about what about learning so hard you almost throw up? <laughs> uh, that that's... was me in school. Yeah. <laughs> Damn me. Right. Just consume the knowledge. <laughs> and, <laughs> and a massive thank you to Mr. Alex Woods from the band Flat Moon. Alex, thank you for being here. You're a wonderful guy. Oh, thank you for having me. It's it's always it's like James said. It's always great coming on here. Just get to bully the hosts for a couple of hours. <laughs> How do we then, get away with this? I don't know, James. Imagine if we did this when we came on your radio. And, like, <laughs> and, we'd, I, I know, we'd I'm never be invited back. I, 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 I'm, I'm glad you're here. here. Why do you why do you think I haven't invited any of you any of you on? <laughs> <What do> you, <laughs> COVID. Yeah. COVID. I'm giving the excuse. COVID. Yeah. <laughs> um, James, you don't need to pretend. I haven't been on your show. Play Flat Moon on your show. That's what you should definitely. You should one hundred percent play Flat Moon on Chuck Radio. Honestly, everyone. all right. I'll I'll put I'll put it forward to the music producer. And yeah. David, David French, uh, yeah, my brother. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. I loved you. What? Well, uh, that I had brother. <laughs> I know. I know. It's it's okay, babe. It's okay. You, you can go to, to sleep now. You can go to sleep now. Um, worst thing is, I'm probably not even going to be going to sleep. I'm just going to sit there and stare at my TV. Oh, yeah. No, no you're going to play Cyberpunk. That's what you're going to do. I'm not, actually. I'm too tired to focus on it. Wow. I might watch The Phantom Menace. Why? I don't know. 
Don't I'm, watch the. Fa- just, if you take anything away from this episode, don't watch the Phantom Menace. I've just, I've just, I've just recorded a podcast, so I thought I might as well torch myself some more. <laughs> I, Same. I, That's why I'm probably going to watch Mandalorian after this. Hey! Honestly, David, yes. Do yeah. Yeah. Um. Um. I. Well, we watch Mandalorian or Phineas and Ferb. I am going to attempt to watch Rebels. I'm going to wang. That's believable. Thank you, everyone, <laughs> for listening. Um, next week, that, and it's rough, and it gets everywhere. <laughs> next week, we are going to help David. <laughs> I'm trying to carry on. I'm going guys. on mute. I'm, 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 I'm going on mute. Every, everyone, go on mute. Let's. I'm really finish. trying to do this. Thank you so yeah. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to hear more from us, head on over to our Spotify. Apple Music and Apple Podcasts even and Amazon Music and um, we're on loads of other podcast sites and we didn't even know it. It's great. Head on over there, listen to the full episodes um, and then you can head on over to our Facebook page, our Twitter page and our Instagram page and let us know what you think about Star Wars. Are we right or wrong about the prequels? What is your favourite Star Wars movie? Tell us and we'll uh, we'll give you a little shout out on the show because no one else ever messages us. Um... Uh, just as an extra thing, by the time that this has gone out, we'll probably have already had one done, but we are actually planning on getting the game and stuff sorted uh, yes. for the New Year's. Yes, uh, we We're probably are. not going to be doing it as like me and gaming. We're probably going to like rebrand it for that, but it's still going to be attached to the podcast. It's going to be me and Xander and James primarily. And Alex, if he ever like joins us for games. If, he if I ever decide PS4. to buy anything, I can play a game on. Yes, yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, it's going to be us. Like, we're going to be like, I think we're primarily going to be streaming. I'm actually, well, by the time this goes out, I'll have done my first stream on Demon Souls, and, and I'll it have was cried good, a lot. wasn't it? Yeah, I, I would. I probably died like five oh, times. Oh, it was beautiful. I the... really enjoyed watching it. Everyone <laughs> should go and and go Alex, and go when... actually have to watch it. When like, the now thing... that you said that you enjoyed watching it. When the thing happened and it stabbed Finley really in the world. face, and it was like, oh when, no, and when. Uh, when there was a soul of a demon and <laughs> God, what a shock and horror! Really, before, really before we, uh, I didn't this, expect um, that. My mate, my mate's mum uh, saw my post on Facebook, and my mate has been playing the game for the past couple of days. And she went up to him, and because she saw my post, even though he's been talking about it, she said, "What's the demon souls?" And I couldn't stop laughing over the fact that she asked him about it when, only when she saw my post and not when her son has been talking about it for the past two or three days. David, mumfucker. Yeah. Um, the end of this podcast is like the return of the king. It, uh, honestly, the, I'm trying to wrap this up. Let's I'm trying try to do it. <laughs> I'm trying my best, guys. Um, next week, we'll be back with the sequel trilogy. So that is Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and The Rise of Skywalker. It will be probably a bit of a longer one because I think we all have lots of opinions on those movies. So make sure you, uh, you stay tuned for it because it's going to be a good one. That contains the one and only Star Wars film I'm okay with hating. Wow. Well, I'm okay with hating yeah, them all. Well, I hope you guys are looking forward to that one. Um, stay safe, and um, we hope you had a Happy nice and a safe Christmas and holiday period. And we will see you all in the new year. Stay safe, for everyone, and um, fuck you, 2020. Bye bye. Oh, and go stream Space Juice. 
Flat Moon's new EP. It's got the links in the description. Big up. Bye. Season two of Getting Gold might be out. I don't know yet. Find <laughs> out. <laughs> and also go Everyone, to shopradio.com. Look, Everyone's links look, are in the description. You know this by now. Okay, goodbye. Bye. Bye. Jesus Christ, I'm so There were tired. so many endings to that. Jeez. Oh. How was this I'll, more I'll, draining I'll... than the fucking seven-hour recording we did? <laughs> I love this podcast so much.